Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is that you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. All righty, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to speak with Rachel Engom today. She is the host of She's Making an Impact podcast. She is a business and lead generation expert helping purpose-driven female entrepreneurs drive more traffic, leads, and sales through Pinterest, blogging, and strategic use of automation. Rachel went on from being on food stamps with negative $400 in her checking account to a multiple six-figure online business. She now helps others do the same with her signature courses and programs. Rachel has lived in Kenya, met her husband in Senegal, and got married in Morocco and spent two years in France. So Rachel, welcome to the podcast. So, so excited to learn from you today. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. So before we dive into Pinterest, I know this is a topic I think will interest a lot of people. Definitely interests me. Our company right now is currently reworking our Pinterest strategy. So I'm super excited to chat with you about that. But before we dive in, tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. So I started my first business when I was 23. I got my master's in social work and the intention was to get a job with social work. And I couldn't find a job with my master's even from the number one program in the country. Um, So we ended up really struggling financially and I became an accidental entrepreneur. I was a part of a network marketing company and I saw other people have success and I was like, they could do it. I could do it too. And so I was just basically naive and had no clue what I was doing, but was stubborn enough to not give up and ended up um, reaching the top 0.01% of that company, making a six-figure income. And the company restructured. My income was cut in half. And it was like, oh, crap. Now I have to like become a real entrepreneur um, and do my own thing. So I hired a business coach and started She's Making an Impact um, August of 2017. And since then, we've been able to serve almost 4,000 students and travel all over the world and have a lot of fun doing it. That is so, so fun. August, so 2017, that's a good year for me too. So I started my business t- uh, kind of 2016, but it wasn't necessarily like 
really going. And then end of 2017 for me is when I really started doing this and it started as a side hustle at first, but it's so funny the the years. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. I've had quite a few entrepreneurs that started in network marketing and then kind of restructured and kept going their way. So how has working with network marketing do you think has helped you um, run your business now? I think it's such a good, like, introductory to entrepreneurship because I don't think Mm -hmm. I ever would have gone this path on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just helped me learn about entrepreneurship, helped me grow as a person and learn more about personal development and the power of growing, investing in myself. That was huge. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really when I started to just grow and attend events like Danny Johnson. And I hired a Tony Robbins coach and went to like Tony Robbins events. So I think the biggest thing that it taught me was the power of investing in yourself and also having multiple income streams because tomorrow's never promised. Like Mm -hmm. I was sitting so happy with that six figure income. And then it was like, boom, I was working harder and harder and harder. And I think COVID taught so many of us that lesson of tomorrow's never promised. Like there could be a pandemic and like an entire income stream is just gone. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things with this business. Like we have multiple income streams coming in and then we're taking the money that I earned from this business to invest in other businesses in Africa where my husband's from. So it's like, how can we diversify and not be reliant on just like one thing? Yeah. And I love how you have different markets as well. That's smart. Totally. (laughs) Because a lot of people like, yeah, different income streams, but I feel like a lot of it is just based where they're at. So I think that is so smart. How often do you go back to Africa? I haven't been back since February of last year because I've been pregnant and then COVID. Mm, My husband yeah, was yeah. just there for two and a half months and he just got back last week. And okay. we're as soon as I'm hosting a live event, uh, mm-hmm. no, online event. It was live. Um, online event. And I'd rather do it from the States just so we can be on the same time zone. And then we'll head over for probably two months and then we're moving there next year. Oh, wow. That is cool. How different is it over there? I know this is like nothing um, business related, but I'm just so curious. Is it similar, different? It's an entirely different world. It's, yeah. It's so crazy. Um, Senegal is like 90%, 95% Muslim. Um, okay. so that's what makes, like, it's so different. Um, it, I mean, Africa is, it's like, if you've never been there, it's hard to explain. I'll, yeah. I will say a lot of the misconceptions are people think it's like the jungle and like monkeys swinging from trees. And it's not like that. <laughs> there are real cities and a lot of people live there and there's real businesses and like a lot of economic opportunity and stuff that's wow. happening. Um, and the people there are just incredible. I've had people that can't feed their families or put shoes on their family's feet and they'll invite me in, um, and take care of me. Um, they call Senegal La Tarango, which means the land of hospitality. And it just, yeah, like Africa stole my heart and I'm so excited to go back. That's awesome. That sounds awesome. I know I follow you on Instagram, so I'm excited to see, see some content. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So let's dive into Pinterest. So I have right here, you said, you increased your traffic by 34,000 per month for free. And is this yeah. all from Pinterest? Yeah, all from Pinterest. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can we like dive deeper into this to give me all the sure. details? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So Pinterest is an incredible lead generation platform. And what makes it so powerful is it's a search engine and it's mm-hmm. not a social media platform. So what that means is the business that I haven't touched in like three years 
still gets traffic from Pinterest because of the content and because it's a search engine. And so think about how much time you spend on Facebook and Instagram posting new stuff every single day. And it's like 3% of your followers see your posts and then it disappears. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're on a hamster wheel and you're working harder and harder and harder and harder. And it's so frustrating. And so what if you just spent time being smarter and create content that's going to live for five years plus, because I have blog posts driving traffic that are five years old. Wow. And focus on that as your main source of getting new leads into your business. And so there's such a big strategy behind it, but just the biggest thing is knowing it's a search engine mm -hmm. and people are going there searching for something specific. And if you okay. understand your ideal client and what it is that they're searching for, you can show up at the very top of Pinterest for that person and bring them into your world. I love it. So what kind of content do you see does best on Pinterest? Like how to posts. Okay guides, something that's teaching and adding value. Okay. So someone's searching for something specific that's going to solve their problem, right? Okay. okay. So you want to think, what are they searching for? And then how can you add massive value to them? So when they land on that blog post that you've created, that they read it and they're like, dang, this was so helpful. How can I learn more from this person? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I have a question for you. So I'm going to ask you a few, I guess, specific examples, just, um, just for some ideas to kind of inspire people. Yeah. So for you, let's say, okay, let's start with like, say podcast. Do yep. you, I know you have a podcast. Do you yeah. post your podcast episodes onto Pinterest. Yes. Okay. So this okay. is a huge misconception of like, cause I said blog post and I bet some people tuned out immediately after and they're like, I'm not a writer. <laughs> like, no, no. So you can take a podcast or a YouTube mm -hmm. video. Okay. So either one, like any kind of content that you're creating and you can transcribe it using like Temi or anything yeah. and then put that on your blog. And so just mm -hmm. create detailed show notes or a transcription and embed it into that blog and drive traffic to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So walk me through step by step. Okay. So you record a podcast Yep. and then what do you do after? <laughs> I don't do like this. To get Lizzie it on and Pinterest. our team does it, but she'll, <laughs> she'll listen to the episode and she'll create detailed show notes. Okay. And so then she'll create a blog post and put the show notes there. And then okay. she'll create an image in Canva, which okay. is free and so easy to use. Just create yeah. a pin in Canva. Um, and then what she'll do is upload the blog post. And then we have someone on our team that does Pinterest management. And so they'll okay. create a Pinterest description for that pin. Okay. And we use a plugin called social warfare. And so you can put that Pinterest, Pinterest description, like on the back end of your blog. So when someone clicks pin it, it automatically populates with a keyword rich description, oh. um, which is really cool. Uh, and then just put it on Pinterest to the most relevant forward that you have. And then for like, say for one episode, do you guys do various photos for each episode? Yeah. Ideally you can create like five different images. And okay. so you could use different, like a different background on the image. You can create okay. different headlines yeah. you're putting on that pin. So you can just switch it up. I like that. Um, what about like, um, like video stuff? So you mentioned YouTube stuff. Would you take the actual YouTube video, you know what I mean? Or like a video file and upload it into Pinterest or would you do more of a graphic than, than leads them to the video. I would sense? do both. So okay. Pinterest is all about testing to see what's going to work best for your audience. And so videos actually do work really well on Pinterest right now. Okay. So I would create a video clip 
but it wouldn't be the YouTube size clip. I would like put it into a Pinterest size image. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I would upload that, but then I would also do a static image. Why okay, not do both? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Um, and I'm like, I know I'm like asking so many like little detailed questions, but <laughs> no, it's great. I, love I feel it. like it's helpful. Cause I know when I listen, especially to other podcasts, I'm like trying to like, how can it relate to me? How can it relate uh -huh. to me? And then when I get all these, um, specific examples, it gives you kind of an idea. What about Instagram content? When you post, let's say like a mini training on your Instagram or, you know, a picture on your Instagram, do you ever take that and then repurpose it for Pinterest? I do kind of the opposite. And so okay. I would take like blog posts. So what we, we do a lot of different things, but let's say right now we're doing Facebook lives that we're repurposing into podcasts and then we're repurposing it into Instagram TV and like Instagram mm. posts and we're putting that on the blog and then we're driving traffic to the blog. And okay. so that, but I mean, you could create content on Instagram and then like you can actually, yeah. you could set up, like if you wanted to, you could set up a Zapier where every time you post on Instagram, it automatically publishes to Pinterest. Okay. That's if you're trying to grow your Instagram, which like, I don't love that because people are going to come to Instagram and then they're going to get lost in Instagram and it's like squirrel, right? So I like sending them to your blog where you own and control that experience because the ultimate goal is get that traffic to subscribe to your email list mm -hmm, and further mm -hmm. the relationship with them. That's an interesting point that you bring up though. I've never thought about using that for Instagram growth. Like I've never heard people talk about that, but like that does make sense. Yeah. When you think, cause yeah, you're searched more, a lot more than probably people search hashtags. Mm -hmm. Huh. <laughs> I do agree with you about um, being able to control the experience on your website, but I'm like, huh, that's an interesting idea. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but yes. Okay. Let's talk about email leads. I have this on my questionnaire as well um, for you. So a lot of people, I think uh, Pinterest is known for being a big platform for getting people onto your email list. Mm -hmm. So say if a person is on Pinterest, they're posting some, you know, graphics that leads to their landing page, but maybe they're just not getting a good bite. Like maybe people are clicking, but they're not signing up. Is there anything that you can kind of tell me about that? Like what could they possibly be doing wrong? It's cold traffic. And so think about your own personal behavior. If you were searching for something and it took you to a, an opt-in page, you don't know who this person is. Would you actually give them your name and email? No. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have a much better shot if you drive that traffic to something where you're adding value and building that relationship. And then on that blog post itself is where you can give something in exchange for the e name and email. Uh, but when people send it directly to like a landing page or a sales page, it's like, it's cold traffic. It's really not going to convert that well. That makes total, total sense. So in anything that you post, would you recommend always, always sending it to almost like a blog post? Type? Yeah. Yep. Even if I'm doing like, let's say a challenge or a webinar and I want to drive traffic from Pinterest to that, I'll write a blog post about the challenge or the webinar. And in that post, I'll have like more details on what it is and what it's mm. about. And then I'll include the link where I'll send them to an opt-in page. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that idea. And when you include the link to the opt-in page, do you do like just a simple like copy link? Do you do like a graphic that really gets their attention? Test it. Test it. Test it. Depends it. on your audience. Huh? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, maybe at like in the middle, you could have a graphic for it. And then at the bottom, you could have a specific call to action with a hyperlink. Just test it. Yeah. That makes sense. What about, so with Pinterest, so I'll, I'll give you one thing. So we literally just started Pinterest recently 
And my whole goal is like getting link, link clicks from it. And we've been getting really good audience, um, like the engagement viewers, but the link clicks are not exactly like where I would want it to be. Is there anything that you would recommend specifically for getting link clicks? You want the text on the image and the pin description to be juicy. And by okay. juicy, I mean like you want to grab their attention and you want them to be curious about what the content is about. So okay. it's like in this, like, so here's an example. Um, I did one for keto peanut butter fat bombs that like took off. Oh my gosh. And so in the pin description, I'm like, oh my gosh, have you ever tried fat bombs? This was my first try and I'll definitely be making more in this recipe or in this post, I'll be sharing with you my all-time favorite recipe for peanut butter fat bombs. Repin and come check out the recipe. You need to make this ASAP. And so by doing that, I'm using a keyword, which is peanut butter fat bombs, what they're mm -hmm. searching for. I'm being conversational. And I'm also like, you need to try this now. So giving them like a reason to actually click through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? So does it matter more about what it says on the picture or the description? Yeah, uh, both. Both? So okay. Both. Um, the image itself, like think about it. People are scrolling on their phone. And so that image, yeah. you want it to have a big, bold headline that's going to get them to stop the scroll. Okay. And so a good test is just on your phone, just start scrolling and seeing like what kind of things grab your attention mm. and start creating images like that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, cause I feel like so many, at least for myself, I look at Pinterest completely different than like Instagram or Facebook, but they have the same advice for Instagram. That first liner is what is going to stop the scroll. What is yeah. that juicy headline? So that makes so much sense that it's connected. I mean, I know it's all social media, but for some reason, at least in my head and I feel like a good amount of people that I talk to yeah. people that don't know Pinterest see it as like two such different things. But the more that you're speaking, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of connections. Totally. Um, so I, you might've touched on this, but if there's anything that you didn't mention about creating killer content that is found on Pinterest, I know you had one blog post that, I don't know, maybe this is the blog post you were talking about, but it has been repinned over 145,000 times. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, how does that happen? How did you do that? <laughs> yeah, I've had some blog posts now that have been seen over 300,000 times. Um, I mean, yeah, it's thinking about what your ideal client is searching for and create that content, right? Any, yeah, yeah. And so um, for me, my ideal clients in my fitness business, they're searching for intermittent fasting and keto. And so mm. I was creating the ultimate guide to intermittent fasting for women. Um, and they're also really niche specific. So you notice that it's not just like weight loss or mm -hmm, fitness. Mm -hmm. It's really specific. What am, let me actually pull up my blog and I'll see my top, my top blog posts yes. at the moment, <clears throat> um, which is really, really, really fun. All right. Let me grab this. Okay. So, Ooh, my most popular one right now is the, get how specific this is endomorph diet plan. Yeah. How yeah. specific is that? That's been viewed 371,000 times. Wow. That's insane. Like those numbers are insane. Yeah. <laughs> but you see how, like how niche down and specific yes. that is. So when people yes. are searching endomorph diet plan, that blog post is like at the top of Google and the top of Pinterest. And that's the cool thing too. Google and Pinterest are very connected. And so yeah. Google recommends like Pinterest images and things. Let me actually see if that still shows up on Google. Cause I'm so curious. Endomorph diet plan. It's so funny how it still lasts like years and years and years and years and years later. Yes. Yeah. If I search on Google, it's still like the very top for 
endomorph. And that just goes back, like all of entrepreneurship, people say, um, like, get niched down, right? <laughs> you need to, though. Be you need to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. That makes so much sense. I'm trying to think, like, is there anything that pinches that you feel like people just totally misunderstand? They think that they can just link a product and have it, like, crush it. Mm-hmm. When in reality, the people that I've seen triple their sales in 60 days, some of our students have done that. It's because they're creating content related to their products, not just mm-hmm. sending them mm-hmm. to like a product pin or anything like that. Yeah, those can be great, but I think it's so much more powerful when you're adding value yeah. and then getting them into your whole, like that's when you're building a tribe of like people who love what you're about and yeah. want to do business with you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you... Um... So basically, essentially, you're, we have to remember that we have to send our customer on a journey. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think a lot of people with Pinterest, they think like they can just link, link it directly to that and somehow they'll get traffic. But you're completely right. They're cold traffic. People don't know you. Like You wouldn't go on Instagram and try to sell somebody something right away. So why are people doing that with Pinterest? Exactly. Yeah. And then for the, so before getting people onto the journey, is there anything that you use to look up certain keywords. I'm all about the SEO. Our company specializes in SEO. So I'm like, when you mentioned that, I'm like, yes, I love it. But is there anything that you use to look up keywords or to kind of plan out, map out what you're going to need to put on Pinterest, Pinterest itself? I've had people okay. reach out to me and be like, hey, we created this tool for Pinterest keywords. And I'm like, no, no, I'll just use Pinterest. <laughs> uh, like, keep it simple. Literally just use the search bar on Pinterest and start typing and see mm. what happens. So when I'm on Pinterest, go to Pinterest.com. And then go to the search bar and start typing. So if I search, let's stick with endomorph. Yeah. Diet. So I go endomorph diet and then it pops up more specific keyword terms like endomorph diet women, endomorph diet women meal plan, endomorph diet plan. And you want to hit that keyword that's the most specific. Oh, mine's the very top, (laughs) the very first one that pops up. How old is that blog post? Oh, let's click on it. Um, let me see. It's like forever old. (laughs) It is so old. I don't know if I, I think I'd like remove dates from the blog, but it's at least three and a half, four years old. Dang. Which is so crazy. I'm going to look it up on Pinterest right now too, to see your, your journey. so (laughs) crazy. Yeah. Um, so you can just specific just type in and start playing around and you can also do like alphabet keyword search so i might do endomorph if that's the blog post i want to write and then type in a and see what pops up what pinterest autofills and then i'm like all right i could create something about that and then i'll type in let me do this right now as we're talking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. endomorph what is your, what is your um fitness business Body called type. just fitwithrachel.com okay yeah. So if I type in endomorph and then I type in a B, then I could create a blog post on endomorph body type, endomorph breakfast ideas, and then I'll do C, endomorph carb cycling meal plan. Um, that's cool. And so you just go through the whole alphabet and come up with different ideas that you could create. Content that on. is awesome. So it just gives you, it just gives you your ideas right there. Totally. I'm like so excited after I have, um, 
our social media coordinator over at our house right now working. I'm like literally going to exit this interview and be like, okay, girl, we're going to get on Pinterest. I love I'm it. I'm so excited to just research and kind of get inspired and creative. Is there anything else kind of before we end the Pinterest topic, is there anything else that you wanted to mention for people to remember to do in order to help them get more traffic to their website? I would say converting traffic, set your blog up for maximum conversions. And so you mm -hmm. have to make sure you're mentioning that free thing that you have to offer that's related to that blog post. Um, have a pop-up on your website, mention it at the very top of the website, mention okay. it at the bottom of that blog post um, and have a specific call to action. So you want the reader to know like, this is my next step. This is mm -hmm. what I should do next. Yeah, to make it really, really obvious for them. And I would, I'm assuming this is kind of like the journey. So you go on from, you click from Pinterest, you get onto the blog post, and then they make the additional decision to then get to your landing page, download the product, and then they'll be entered into like an email sequence. Yep. That is awesome. Thank you so much for this knowledge. I, I, you're probably like, this is simple, like Pinterest basics. <laughs> I love it. No, this is great. But um, I love like Instagram. That's definitely my platform of choice. And my expertise is more websites and SEO. So I love having people, other experts come on and teach us. But I'm like, out of all the social media platforms, Pinterest is like I'm the newest newbie, newbie, newbies of the noobs for Pinterest. So for me, you're probably like, this is such simple stuff, but I'm like, oh my gosh, my. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But before we go, how can people work with you? Yeah. So the best place to go is freepinterestclass.com. I have a workshop that'll teach you my five-step strategy to doubling your leads and sales on Pinterest in the next 30 days. So just go to freepinterestclass.com. That sounds awesome. You'll probably see one of us signing up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lastly, how can people connect with you online? Um, we have the She's Making an Impact podcast. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast on Instagram, at She's Making an Impact. And then our She's Making an Impact Facebook group has over 11,000 entrepreneurs in it. Um, so you can go ahead and join us there. Awesome. Awesome. We'll be sure to include your links in the podcast show notes, but thank you so much for joining with me today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.